They say it takes about 10,000 hours to truly master any high level value or skill. Today, we're gonna look at a simple strategy by Patrick Pitt David and how he can cut that time in half while you're becoming a millionaire. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hello everyone, thanks for clicking this video. My name is Caleb Williams and today we're gonna to be watching a video by Patrick Bet David on how to become a millionaire in half the time. Now, if you don't know Patrick, he's the face of Valuetainment, a massive business YouTube channel with over 300 million subscribers. And Patrick also has a net worth of over $200 million. He's written fantastic books. He has incredible businesses. And today we're gonna to look at a simple strategy he talks about and how you can make the money in half the time. And what I've actually done is I um, took his concept and created my own framework that I'm gonna share at the end of this video. So without further ado, let's jump in. Come to JP Morgan Chase, rather than working the traditional nine to five, 40 hours a week, and we know it takes 1,000 hours for you to master a trade. We believe you ought to work six days, 12-hour days, because instead of mastering your trade in five years, which is 10,000 hours, 2,000 hours per year, you'll be able to do it in half the time, which is two and a half years. And a lot of people got upset. That's not healthy. Why are you making the new graduates work that way? It's not good. You shouldn't do that. And she says, no, this is what it takes. If you want to condense keyword time frames to learn what somebody learns in five years, in two and a half years. Some people use the word chunking for this. There's a lot of different words that you can use for it. But the point is, is this a good model? I give you my opinion. For those who are extremely competitive in a very competitive marketplace, the journalists who want to get off at three o'clock and go have their drinks and watch three Netflix episodes at night who think that's the way of living, want the folks at JP Morgan Chase to not work that hard, right? You shouldn't work that hard. It's not healthy for you. It's gonna mess with you. This whole thing about hard work is not good for you. Says who? Says the person that wants to play it safe. Is that who the person is? Because if that's what you want to say, and I got another person here that's willing to bust their tail to have their dreams become a reality, let that person do what they're doing. Now, let me talk to you about some of the price you're going to have to pay. They interviewed Devin Booker, who's in the finals this last year, and they say, so Devin, what was it like as a kid? Did you go to parties? Did you do this? Did you do that? Devin's, I don't even remember ever partying when I was grown, growing up. He says, here's why. He says, I had practice in the morning before school started. I went to school, right after school I had double practice, and then I had another league I was a part of. By the time I came home and I did my homework, I had no energy to do nothing. I slept. He says, I was chasing a dream, a vision to be in the NBA in one day. By the way, this story isn't just that story. They interview Bill Gates. Bill Gates says, 20 years, I never took a vacation. They interview Mark Zuckerberg from the movie Social Network. He says, did you watch The Social Network? He says, I did watch The Social Network. What'd you think about the movie? How accurate was it? You know what his comment was? He says, we certainly showed a lot more partying than we did. We, we didn't party that hard. It was hard work. How's he doing today? Maybe the most hated guy in America, but the guy is worth a hundred and some billion dollars. You're gonna be worth, you're gonna be pretty hated when you're worth a hundred billion dollars, no matter what you do, no how you make your money. I don't know a certain single person that's worth that kind of money that's loved by everybody. Moral of the story is this. A formula I followed years ago is proven for me. You may not like it if you're a journalist working for New York Times. This may upset you, but it works for those who want to accelerate their speed of learning, mastery, and competing with the big boys in the industry. It's essentially the great equalizer of going up against people that have a lot more experience than you do. You ready? It's very simple. You may miss it. It's simple. Number one, outwork 
out improve, out strategize, and outlast. If you can outwork, out improve, out strategize, outlast, it's gonna be very hard to compete against you. So I did a video, I think two years ago, titled How to Go Up Against the Goliath of Your Industry. If you've never seen this before, you gotta watch it. And there's a secret about point number 14. When you watch it, you'll know what it is. But if you've not watched it, click over here, one of these two guys. Go uh, watch the episodes, How to Face the Goliath of Your Industry. And if you enjoyed this episode, smash thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. All right, guys, let me know in the comments what your thoughts are with Patrick Bet David's advice. Do you think it's too simplified? He says, outwork, outimprove, outstrategize, outlast. It seems pretty simple. I think it can be profound if we apply it. And what I want to do is I want to share my simple framework on how, regardless of where you are, you might be an investor, entrepreneur, you might be just starting off in your business career, or you might be near the end of your business life or your life in general. This is the framework that I think anybody can take to really get crystal clear on getting results faster. And so the first First thing is getting ultra crystal clear on what you want. I think of like the notebook of the line is, tell me what you want. Like, what do you want? If you don't know what you want, if you don't know where you want to go, I'm telling you nothing that's coming out of my mouth or anybody's mouth is going to help you get super clear because if you haven't done the work in figuring out what you truly want. Now, here's the challenge. A lot of times people think they want the job. They think they want to be successful in business. They think they want X, Y, and Z, but what they really want is something deeper. Usually it has something to do with identity. Usually it has something more more than just money and status. But you gotta get really crystal clear on what that looks like. And we call this at Better Wealth, your intentional life. Get really crystal clear and like, what does that look like? Because I agree with Patrick Bet David. Once you get crystal clear on that, we need to do everything we possibly can to make that a reality. We have to be 100% committed to going after that intentional life and not be okay with living an average or mediocre life as it relates to what most of Americans are doing. So here's the framework. Once you get super clear on what you truly want, there's four areas. There's only four areas that you can audit and these this quick audit will help you gain clarity on where you should focus and what potential lever you can push to really get to where you wanna go. So the first area is your time. You gotta audit your time. Some of you are working all day long and you might not have a time to think and that might be an area or some of you might be on your butt all day long watching videos and not actually working and that's also an audit. You gotta figure out how much time do you have left on this earth? How healthy are you? Like you have to audit your time and get really clear in like where you are in your life. Number two is your relationships. Let's do a relationship audit of your family, your friends, your business relationships and say like, where are you at? Number three, you have to look at your talents. We're all gifted in different ways. And so you gotta get clear on what are some of your top talents? What are some things that you, talents that you could leverage to go out and live your intentional life? Or what are some talents that you need to learn? Or what are some talents that you need to stop doing because you're not that talented at it to really get to where you want to go? And number four, we have to look at our money. Some of us are sitting on millions of dollars. Some of us have zero dollars. That obviously changes the things that we can do. And so all four of these areas, obviously, we want to maximize for value. And so you want to make sure your time is as valuable as possible. And if that's the case, money will follow, which usually will allow you to live that intentional life. So I think of these four areas, your time, your relationships, your talents, and your money as levers, value levers, and essentially. So the more valuable they are, obviously the bigger the lever, and then obviously you gotta utilize. If you have these four value levers, you really have to ask the question, number one, am I providing value in these areas? And where are some areas of over self-awareness that you can improve on? And then number two, how do I maximize them? How do I maximize my time? 
How do I maximize certain relationships? How do I maximize my talents? How do I maximize my money? Here's an example because we do a lot of videos on money on this channel. Your money might be over here doing its thing in the 401k, the market, and it's doing its thing, right? But you get really crystal clear on that. This is what you want out of life. Your money might be growing over here, but it's not creating any utility. It's not creating any value to actually getting you closer to where you want to go. And so you would be better off taking that money and investing in X, Y, or Z into yourself, into something else that will help you get closer. Now, I want to be clear, this is not investment advice. This is more of a mental framework to think about how can we think differently to get the results that we want to go. So in summary, I'm a big fan of Patrick Bitt David. Love how simple he talks about outworking, out improving, out strategizing, and outlasting. And I think it's as simple as number one, get really clear on where you want to go. Number two, audit your four areas in life. And number three, do what you need to do to get there. But sometimes it's not working harder. That could be it. Sometimes it's not working harder. Sometimes it's looking at those four levers and saying, what can, what lever can I really pull or what lever can I utilize to getting that and really being focused on output rather the input. I think too many people are focused on work and they lose the actual value that can be created from work. Because I'm telling you, and Patrick's a good example, he can put a 40-hour work week, you can put a 40-hour work week. Something tells me that majority of people watching this are going to have less output slash value than Patrick. That's why he's worth $200 million and you're not. If you enjoyed this video, I'd encourage you to check out my video that I did on Naval and Joe Rogan. Naval is one of my favorite thought leaders, and he talks about his concept of how to get wealthy. And I also break down his 10 top tweets about how to get wealthy and rich. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.